0: Every night before you go to bed, the last thing you see is your bedroom, and it's the first thing you see in the morning. And so when we can focus on this space, it has a shift that affects every other area of our home.
1: Hey there, welcome to Being Home with Hunker. I'm Lori Gunning Grossman, Editorial Director at Hunker. New year, fresh home, welcome to 2023." If you're like me, you enjoy creating a list at the top of every year with things you want to accomplish or experience or create. Something related to my home is always on my list. For instance, last year, I was finally able to judge up my backyard, which was long overdue. This year, I'm concentrating on something specific within my home. It's an idea that surfaced in a few different conversations I had on this podcast, and I can't stop thinking about it. It's the one room that both organizing experts and feng shui experts agree upon as the most important room to keep clean and clutter-free. And it's not what I expected. Think about it for a minute. What would you imagine is the most important room in your home to attend to and give attention to, to make sure the energy feels good and that it's supporting us in other areas of our lives? I thought it would be the kitchen, which is often referred to as the heart of the home. But no. It's the bedroom. First, we hear from an organizing perspective. Cass Arson, an organizing expert and founder of Clutterbug and host of HGTV's Hot Mess House, explains why she thinks the bedroom is the most important room and shares a really easy cleaning tip that she promises will change your life.
0: If you're listening to this, And you have no idea where to start. You're like, I want to focus somewhere. Start in the bedroom. Okay. Specifically, start in your closet. Because this is the most empowering thing that you can do. And it will have the biggest shift on your mindset and your self-respect and your self-love. And once you've done this... Every morning is easier. Mm. Every night before you go to bed, the last thing you see is your bedroom. And it's the first thing you see in the morning. And so when we can focus on this space, it has a shift that affects every
1: other area of our home. Mm. You know, it's so interesting you're saying that because I was talking to someone, maybe it was a feng shui expert, and they were saying that often our bedrooms get the least of our attention. It's like the last place, whether we judge it or organize it, because we're thinking about the kitchen or we're thinking about other places. And this feng shui person also said it is the most important place of the home, as you're saying, but we often don't think that. We really don't. So I love that you're tying all of this together as well as like someone just saying like the energy of the home like with feng shui. Also what you're saying is about energy for ourselves and for our home and and uh, and uh you know, so everyone listening go to your bedroom. I love this as an actionable step in the new year, starting with that closet.
0: And I have a really easy tip. Yeah, A really easy tip yes. to help you declutter in your bedroom because there are people who love the Marie Kondo method Mm -hmm. I do not recommend taking all of your clothes out Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work okay it's it's like (laughs) now you've trashed your bedroom and and you've made a big disaster so here's what you do you start with one thing take it out on the hanger you have to remove it from the space you do you have to like look at one piece of clothing and ask yourself does this fit me do I love this would I buy this again Mm. and if the answer is no it goes. If the answer is yes, we put it back in the closet, but we turn the hanger backwards. Oh. And this does two things. Yeah. Now when we go back in we can know where we stop. So say you're tired after 15 minutes, you can come back at it again tomorrow or next week. And you know, any hanger that hasn't been turned back, I haven't made a decision on. Mm. And the second thing that that does is six months from now, any hanger that hasn't been turned back, you know, you're not wearing uh. and you can just let it go. Yeah. But this is so empowering because especially at my weight fluctuates a lot. And I found that When I would go in my closet in the morning and I would pull out an article of clothing and it was too small Mm -hmm. or I didn't like it showed my muffin top or I felt bad about myself in it. I was allowing that shirt or those pants to call me fat, to call me ugly, to... Shame me. Mm. And that's the first thing I felt in the morning when I went to get ready. Right. I'd open my closet and I would feel horrible about myself. And that stayed with me all day, whether I realized it or not. This is a subconscious thing. Clothing in your closet that doesn't make you feel good is toxic. Yeah. And if you can remove that, you don't even have to necessarily get rid of it. If you're like, I want to lose weight again, vacuum seal it and stick it under your bed or in storage. But it cannot stay in your closet.
1: I love this.
0: Because you deserve better. Yeah, And every morning that you wake up and you're not bombarded by clothing that makes you feel like crap, it means you can find clothes that make you feel great. It's easy to find that same feeling of ah, good, positivity, self-love, it lasts with you all day long. And I promise you, it changes your life. This small thing that you can do changes your life.
1: And then we hear from feng shui expert Kate McKinnon on why she believes we should pay extra attention to our bedrooms and then share some feng shui tips on how to set up the
2: space for optimal support and good energy. You know, feng shui ultimately is about health. And we Mm. say, without health, you have nothing. And so, how energy enters your space is important. I always say, bedroom is probably the most important room because it is the place of rest and restoration, Mm. right? And I always say, it's where you go and you get restored so you can go get ready and go back out into the world, right? Like, I think of our homes as an oasis, a sacred space where we come and we can get recharged. So yeah, the bedroom is very very important. Again, going back to the basic principles of feng shui, you know, balance and flow, the principles that I'm talking about are creating balance and Balance in that, like you say, you know, the position of the bed, people talk about it is very important. And there's a fundamental principle that we use in feng shui for a lot of things. It's called the command position. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, the idea, and again, it comes back to protection and safety, you know, from 5,000 years ago, it's like wanting to see your enemies coming. You don't want to have them coming behind you, right? So the idea is that your bed position in your room, first of all, have a headboard. Yeah. They want your bed with a sort of the head against a wall, like a solid wall, not a window. Mm. And the best position of a bed is being able to have the back to the wall and be able to face and see the doorway. You don't want to be right in the doorway because that energy while you're sleeping is too much. Mm. It's too much. Mm. It's very disturbing. But those are the ideal principles. And the idea is you're getting support from the wall. Right. Mm. And you're also protected from, you know, you can see people coming in. And then the placement of that is that, you know, the bed itself, we recommend a solid bed. Like a lot of people get like bed frames and then they put a headboard against the wall. It's not connected. We don't recommend that. We want solid bed. Like you have a bed that you get in, you're solid, you're protected. Right. Yeah. It's like you think about it, your bed has your back, like the headboard is your back. I love the analogies, right, or the metaphors, like your bed has your back, the universe has your back. Mm-hmm. It gives you a much more solid sleep than if you are got this wobbly bed frame that's not even connected to the headboard.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So there you have it. Go on and give your bedroom a little extra TLC this year. I know I will. For the full conversations mentioned in this episode, visit our show notes for direct links. I so appreciate you and your support of this show. If you want, reach out to me on Instagram at laurie.gunning.grossman. I want to know who you'd like to hear on this podcast in 2023. Or just reach out and say hello. Until then, Happy New Year. Thank you for listening to Being Home with Hunker. For more information about this episode or others, visit hunker.com forward slash podcast. And if you don't already, please follow our show. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends. It really does help. Being Home with Hunker is produced by me, Lori Gunning Grossman. Eve Epstein is our executive producer. The podcast is recorded and mixed at Night Shift Audio. Theme music by Jonathan Grossman. Special thanks to our team at Hunker, Senior Designer, Maury Men, and Director of Audience Development, Gina Goff. Hunker's mission is to inspire and empower you to create a space that expresses who you are, shows off your unique style, and makes your life happier and more productive.